Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show brought to you by Pittsburgh Baseball Now. I'm your host today, Jim Rosati. Been off for a few days. I was over in Pittsburgh. So I'm back home now. Pirates lose today next inning, 6-5. to five. Tyler, what's going on? A lot happened. Like, I, I was trying to think Dude, about what we could lot. talk about with that game. There, there was a lot that went on. There was a lot that went on. So, so let's kind of just... Cut right to it. So six five loss in extra innings. It was four to four after nine. Marlins, you know, put up two in the top of the tenth. Pirates, you know, fought back, you know, to their credit in the bottom half of the tenth, but weren't able to put across a second run. And uh, you know, they 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 lose the series. So um I think there's a lot of storylines to kind of talk about today. Let's start with kind of the just the first thing that that kind of we we saw, and that was Mitch Keller. So I mean Mitch Keller got the start today looked unhittable for mm-hmm. four innings. Um, gave up a homer in the fifth, couple runs in the sixth. But all in all, he looked pretty good today. He looked really good today, and the results didn't indicate it. It's a quality start, but, you know, six runs or six innings, three runs. He probably could have went back out for a seventh. I think his pitch count was pretty manageable I at agree. that point. Um, I probably would have liked to see him go out for the seventh, but – he didn't. It's a quality start. It's another step in the right direction for Keller. I thought today might be the day we were going to see that ERA creep below four. It was getting close. He was down to about a four. What was it before the runs? Okay. I saw so him at a four seventeen. Now he's back to the four fifty. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, yeah, yeah. He used to I mean, do Saturday you get those three runs. Early. Yeah, like I, I mean, he looked excellent. The he was he was getting tons of swings and misses with the high fastball, um, striking people out. Um, he had let's see, total of, of you know ten swings and misses generated today, seven strikeouts in his six innings, no walks, um, which you like to see. Five only gave up five hits. One was just a home run. But no, I thought he looked great, and I, I agree with you. I would have liked to see him go out for the seventh. He only threw seventy four pitches, so. I'm, yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen another inning there, and I'm pretty sure they even pulled him like, like towards like it was it was the bottom of the order that was up too. So like he could have had a like a yeah. fresh inning against the bottom of the order, but I don't know if maybe I don't the know. Pirates had a longer at bat before that. Maybe they didn't want to send them back out at that point because Van Willis got up pretty late in that inning. So I don't know. Maybe that factored into it. I would have liked like yeah, maybe said, it was I like see. Yeah. One more. Yeah, I I agree. I would have liked to have seen at least one more inning out of him. Um, but no, he looked good. And so I mean it was it was nice to see though, because you had, you know, Sandy Alcantara pitching for the Marlins, who arguably is the best pitcher in the National League. I mean, you gotta you gotta put him in the top three conversation right now. Um and Mitch Keller pretty much matched him step for step today. He gave up that other run, but 
it was it was a pretty good pitch, pitching matchup between those two. Now both of them were facing pretty pitiful lineups, so yeah. let's kind of preface it with that. But uh, both both pitchers looked pretty good today. Um, one of the one of the better starts we've seen from Keller, like I said, until he kind of he gave up those those hit those runs there in the sixth. But no, um, I thought he looked good. Um, yeah, and even in the sixth, to start the game, I mean, Cruz in his he, first at bat. Yeah, but that's no, even the sixth. Yeah, yeah. In the sixth, I mean, he he hit Stallings, a bunt single that I truthfully think a real first baseman hasn't out there because Josh Van Meter has no idea how to play first base and did not stretch one inch. Then they bunt again, you know, it turns into the two runs. The start was a yeah. lot better than it looked, so- numbers wise. So I actually I, I watched this entire game except for the first two batters of the sixth inning. So so like so go go into a little more about that. So there was a situation. Yeah. So we hit Stallings. Wendell bunted. Yeah. Wendell bunted. Brian Hayes made a great play. Josh Van Meter just did not stretch an inch. Beat it out by maybe half a step. I really they should get him if a confident first baseman is playing there. Like he literally did. So you feel he was, was squared a, up. If it was a real first baseman, or, probably. Oh, they get an out there. Yeah, they get an out there. Okay, interesting. That's just my opinion on that, but yeah, yeah. it wasn't. He's not at first baseman. He should not be playing first base. No, he's absolutely not at first baseman, and, and, and I'm mean, not it blaming is an easy him. Position to play in general. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to blame him either, but. Right. I mean, you're right. I mean, absolutely. Like he's just not, he's just not a first baseman. He's, he's a second baseman. And, and even that he doesn't do particularly all that well. Um, but yeah, that, that's a shame that it kind of cost them that, that game there. Um, or at least cost Keller. Like, I mean, maybe if he gets that out, maybe Keller goes out for a seventh inning. You never know. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's, that sucks. But I did yeah. see the, uh, the double play get out of that inning. So that was a good job by Keller, but then, uh, yeah, then like I said, they took him out there in the seventh. Yeah, but you're gonna get to O'Neill Cruz too. So. Let's get to O'Neill like, Cruz, man, because I feel like so that so it was his first. So first off, can we talk about why he's batting seventh? Why is I know Greg you guys talked about Mitchell, Josh like, Van Meter, like. But like this is yet another game where O'Neill Cruz ends the game in the on deck circle. You know, you're giving Kevin Newman. Kevin Newman gets five plate appearances today. Greg Allen gets five plate appearances today. Cal Mitchell gets five plate appearances today. O'Neill Cruz gets four. So like when you do like, and the, all of that's going to add up. Like, and, and we're seeing right now, like you're. This team clearly isn't trying to win, but baseball games like it's not what, what not what they're doing right now and that's that's obvious based off of the roster construction i mean they just acquired uh, a relief pitcher from a first place team and then decided that he should go to the minor leagues right um so like they're, they're not trying to win um but like so cruz first off batting seventh i hate it i hate it i hate it like there's no reason why these people should be batting ahead of them like if if the goal is to get Cruz, like I, I feel like Cruz needs as much playing time as possible. He needs to see as many pitches mm-hmm. as possible. O'Neill Cruz needs to be batting leadoff every single game. 
Not to mention, he needs no to one should be getting more plate appearances. Yeah, no one should He's be getting not- more plate appearances than Oil Cruz. Well, it there's really it's inexcusable. There's it's not helping development. He's not seeing any pitches to hit because there's no threat anywhere around him. Nobody's ever on base for him. I know he's struggling, but also, like you said, you're taking a bat out of his hands. He's there's probably been seven to ten at bats that he's missed out on this year, at least. Yeah. There's no excuse to do it. I don't care if he's hitting 150. Yeah. No, Greg I, Allen yeah. hasn't hit he a day in his to... life. Greg Allen gets about second his first day in the lineup. And then his second day in the lineup, he gets to bat right in front of O'Neill Cruz. Yeah. Like it, it's like they're trying to handle him with kid gloves, but it's just detrimental. Yeah. I don't like it. But back to the good thing. He does see Sandy Alcantara, and that at bat that he put together <laughs> for that home run, it was probably the best plate appearance that I've seen from him like all year long. Like he he laid off some some pretty decent pitches that you know we've seen him swing at before. Um, you know he fouled a couple later in the game off. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you're, you're, again, you're facing, you're facing one of the best pitchers in the league. He, he fights throughout the bat, fights, fights, fights. And then he just drills a 99 mile an hour fastball. Um, just an absolute moonshot, um, over the right field wall for his fifth home run of the year or so. That was really good to see. Um, it's just another one of those like signs, right? Like you, you look at Cruz and you can see all the talent and it's just like, can you put it together? And like bat at bat, he put it all together, and it was just, it was fun to watch. I, you know, that, that's that's why that's why you watch sports is to see like really good pitcher versus really talented hitter, and that really the really talented hitter came out on top that time. And that was the situation where it looked like Alcantara was really just trying to challenge him with the fastball too. Yep, and he came up and in on him probably three times out of bat. Um, and it, this did. is yeah. I think, Two games in a row where I think O'Neill has put together some good at bats. He's had some bad ones, but he's put together some good at bats lately. He's getting a little bit more aggressive early in counts, which I like to see. But he's still not all the way there. As what are you what are you pulling up now? There we go. Yes, yeah, so God, what a memory I got. There we go. Yeah, there's the at bat. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he was kind of peppering that high and tight corner there with fastballs the entire at bat. And then, uh, and then he finally got a hold of that, that seventh pitch for a, uh, for a home run. So, but like this, this changeup right here, like that's a pitch he normally would, would swing at. Like he, yeah. he like I, I, that was a good layoff. Um, he, he fouled this one off right here, uh, fouled that pitch off. But like I said, he, he got that, got that ball, right. He, he got, he got it a little bit too much of the plate there. And Cruz was ready for it because he had already seen three fastballs basically right in the same spot. Um, and, and like I said, he, he launched it. So fun, fun, uh, fun plate appearance from Cruz. Just like one of those, like I said, it, it was just, a, it was just a good, it was good to see him kind of make that adjustment mid at bat um, and, uh, and say like, Hey, they're, they're pitching me high and tight with this fastball. I'm going to be ready for it. 
and and he was. Yeah. So another home run for him. That is five. It's that's a pretty good pace he's on. I'll throw the numbers out. All yeah, the other numbers out. It's like, a pretty good pace he's on. Yeah, I meant to look like kind of where he's at. So I mean, he's at. Let's see. I mean, let's say you look over the course of an entire season, you get what six hundred plate appearances, right? You know, over a hundred. Well, if, if you're not hitting seven season, if you're not hitting seventh, right? So, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's basically hitting at a thirty homer pace right now, yeah. um, and and he still clearly hasn't hit his potential. So, yeah, he's struggling. Power's there, and power's there. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's obvious. Um, yeah, he's. It's it's been a mixed bag to this point. Which I think we kind of expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw it early in the year. I mean, even in Indianapolis, he struggled. But when it turns on, it's going to turn on. Yeah, and you saw the complete opposite later in the game too, right? Where yeah. you know he was he was up with runners on base later in the game, and then he struck out, right? So it's just one of those things where like you you're going to have to take the bad, um, but there's when the good is is in there, like he looks really good. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to yeah. just bring that up. That that plate appearance, it was probably one of the better ones I've seen from him since his call up. And the fact that he uh, that he did against, you know, arguably the best pitcher in baseball was was just an added bonus. Anthony just mentioned something. Anthony says bad Hayes seventh and Cruz third, but it. So kind I wanted to get to keep Ryan Hayes at some point today too. So Hayes goes, he does get a hit. So he goes one for five, but the hit was, you know, a bouncer over the mound. Like mm-hmm. it was, was, a that was the ball hit. that hit the home plate and um, bounced really high. He's struggling. And I saw someone tweet out like his, I saw someone tweet out his statistics like pre and post injury. So like maybe that has something to do with it, but he really, hasn't been driving the ball at all lately. Uh, and, and I think it's like, I don't necessarily think it's a skill issue with him. I think it's just his approach is just not good. I mean, I mean, you, you always like to see people kind of go the other way, right. And go the other way, go use the middle of the field. Like that's kind of what you're taught. But like, I feel like with him like the ball is just traveling so far and so deep into his stance that once he makes contact with the ball first off it's basically impossible to hit like a fly ball with any authority you know when you're when you're hitting the ball you know it's it's behind you um but he's you know he's getting jammed he's he's not catching the ball out in front of the plate and until he catches the ball out in front of the plate He's not going to be driving anything with any sort of authority. Uh, I completely. I think agree. it's an approach issue. Yeah, his contact point's awful. Um, we've all talked about his launch angle forever. That's probably not really going to change. Um, the other part of that, I think, everyone knows he has an inside out swing. Like he's going the other way with everything, but he's leaving a lot of pitches that are up and out and just taking them. And that's his bread and butter. When, like, that, really should good his that should be his wheelhouse. Exactly. Yeah. So early in counts, I don't see him swinging at that. I think baseball savant has something about how many pitches you swing at in the heart of the plate. I didn't read too much into it, but he's really bad at swinging at pitches that are there. So you can get away with having the approach he does 
it's he's not attacking like you would hope he would because he's always going to have trouble with that inside pitch. It's just not something that he can hit unless he just reworks the swing. He's not going to look to pull the baseball. Right, because yeah, that's what's happening. Like Pitchers are throwing him inside now, and he's not able to get extended because he's catching it so deep in the zone. So it just ends up being either like a dribbler back to the mound or a ground ball to second base. Like I don't know how many ground balls to second base this guy hits, but it's a lot. Um, and yeah, like I think it's just like I said, it's just somehow like I, I have the faith in him that like he can eventually do it, like because the skill set is there. Like he has contact skills. He puts the barrel to the ball, ball like when he gets the opportunity, like when he's not jammed. He just needs to change that approach. Like I, I you you want to take balls that are outside the other way, right? Like that's fine, but you shouldn't be going to right field with everything and that's what he's trying to do right now and it's just i mean the guy's slugging three after today he's slugging 349 yeah it's bad that's bad yeah i think that's sonardo in the chat i I don't even i mean sonardo says he's got a he swings at 60.6 percent of pitches in the zone MLB average is 66.9. There is another set on Baseball Savant about swinging at pitches at the heart of the plate. I didn't read much into it. I just peeked at it. Um, great podcasting. I didn't do any research, which is what I do. Yeah. I just... But like, like I said, from just, just a pure test, baby. slugging... But like from just a pure slugging percentage standpoint, I mean, we're, we'll just stick with basic stats here. You know, out of 154 qualified hitters in Major League Baseball, he is one thirty seventh. Yeah, so, it's it's bad. It's just not where it needs to be. And, and and I think it's like it would be different if if I thought that this is who he is. But like I I think he's better than this. Like I and I don't even think like I know he's better than this. I think he's better than this. I think he's shown us that he's better than this in the past. I'm not expecting him to be this like guy who mashes 25, 30 homers a year. I mean, that's not what I'm expecting. But the guy should should be able to have doubles power at least, and then be able to put, you know, ten to fifteen balls over the fence this day and age. And he's just not really showing it right now. Um, and he just it's has really no just desire like a, to pull a baseball in the air. No desire. No. And, and I don't remember the last one I've seen. He does that. He's not. Yeah, until he does that, the extra base hits just aren't gonna come. Yeah, because that's he what can you hit have to the do. ball. He can hit the ball with authority the other way if it's out over the plate and he catches a barrel. I don't remember the last time I've seen him go up there and try yeah. to pull a baseball. But he can't because his approach is so opposite field heavy that by the time he can gear up for an inside fastball, he's already late. Yeah, I mean, the only time he's pulling the ball is if if someone hangs something right over the plate, mm-hmm. then he can, he can probably do it. But... Yeah, like right now he's just he he he's showing no interest, like you said, and shows no interest in pulling the ball. Yeah, you can get away with that, but you have to at least well, you can't fully get away with it. You have to be able to do it somewhat. But yeah, you've got to be able to do it. You can't try to hit everything. He has to be able to pull. <laughs> I mean, you can yeah. get away with nope. being having the approach going the other way, but you have to be able to pull a baseball. 
I agree. I agree. So I, I think it's in, in I say it could be could be the injury because that we have seen like I feel like it's been the last month or so that it's been real noticeable that he just like has nothing. But it's always been his approach. Like his his approach for the whole season and last year included has always been kind of other way, other way. But I feel like recently we're seeing him just get jammed a lot. Yeah, lately he's been really a lot more late. than normal. Yeah, it's like his contact point has gotten yeah. even deeper, which could be because their yep. teams are attacking him in. Yeah, and those are the pitches he's exactly. getting stuck with. So Charles, you got to figure yeah. it out for him, bud. Yeah, yeah, Charles, let's let's get on that, man. <laughs> but uh, so so Hayes again, like I said, struck. He did have three strikeouts today too, so that, that he he didn't have a great day at the plate. Um, on the positive note, Yoshi Susugo, big hit again for the second day in a row. Um, ninth inning, he ties it up with a two-run single. Um, after yesterday, he had the only uh, RBI of the game, drove into the game's only run yesterday. So let me ask you this. Batting average up to 177. <laughs> Did he strike out three times too? Did, he struck out <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh, okay. But did Yoshi buy himself like another week on the team? I, I don't even think it matters. He was going to be here another week no matter what. This team does they don't care. They don't give a shit. I just I I don't want to see him anymore. And I know like he he had he drove in those two runs in the ninth today. He had the, the only RBI yesterday, but like I don't want to see him anymore. All of I can throw a dart stuff. at Jim. I can throw a dart at that lineup and four of them. I don't want to see anymore. I got a pretty good chance of hitting them. At least five of them actually. I don't want to see anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I count five. <laughs> I don't want to see Kevin Newman. I don't want to see Josh Van Meter. I don't want to see Cal Mitchell, which I'll put an asterisk next to that. I just don't want to he see him right play, now. He did play well today. Yeah. Oh, he had a pretty terrible play in right field, but an extras. Yeah, but it didn't cost anything, to be honest. Yeah, he let the runner advance, but he would have made it there anyhow. Anyhow, I don't want right. to see him right now. I'm okay seeing him later, maybe next year. I really don't want to ever see Greg Allen play a baseball game. And I don't want to see Yoshi. So you were very uh, critical of Greg Allen. Yeah. No desire to watch him play baseball. Show. He did not change uh, my mind. You today. actually called him. You actually called him the new Anthony Alford. I believe yeah. were your exact yes, I did. words. <laughs> so I don't think he's that bad. Like, I think there's, no, he's bad. Like I think there's some skill there, but I what? agree with you. Like with the other people on this team, like I'd rather I would rather see Suwinski. I would rather see Swaggerty up here. Um, and, and like I said, I'd rather even see Cal Mitchell. But I'm I'm with you. Like I I I'm I'm not thinking Cal Mitchell is like any part of this future really. But Greg Allen, 29 years old, he he had it half. Decent, like twenty games last year. Was it 20, 30 games? I actually forgot. I could... Ben Gamble's another yeah, guy I that mean... I'm okay seeing, but well, Ben Gamble not... like is at least a major league outfield. Yeah, like he belongs on a major league team. 
Great album. Whereas like half of this lineup doesn't. And it's July 24th. Like if the Pirates, like, I mean, let's go through here. Like if the if the Pirates DFA Josh Van Meter, would anybody claim him? No. If any, if they DFA'd Yoshi Susu, would anybody claim no, him? No, not a chance. He'd be if playing they in DFA'd, Japan. If they DFA'd Greg Allen, would anybody claim him? No, he's on the Pirates for a reason. If they DF, here's a tough one. If they DFA Kevin Newman, would anybody claim him? Someone would claim him. You think someone would claim him? All right. I think someone would. I think he's he's useful enough. So too. As a bench bat, I think he's useful enough. He's actually he actually looked he actually looked really solid at second base today too, and he's actually looked pretty good at second base since kind of rejoining the team. He he can't take a throw down to save his life from second base. What? He can't take a throw down at second base to save his life. There's been at least so the one that he missed that today, today, the one he missed today, the one that he missed today, I'll give him a little bit of credit for because it, it was like way into the runner. And I mean, I've played middle infield before. I'm sure you have. Nope, that play is tough because like you've got a runner barreling down on you. <laughs> so suck it up. It's difficult. Well, I'm just saying it's a tough play to make with the ball's tailing away from you into the worst base case scenario. He gets hurt tough. again and we don't have to watch him. That's true. That might not even be worst case scenario, <laughs> to be honest. But um, yeah, eighteen strikeouts today, though, by the lineup. I don't know if you caught that number. Eighteen strikeouts. That is uh, that's pretty bad. They struck out seven times in the last three innings. And you're, it's not good. You know, they, they it's, scored five it's runs, but. Team. They just the strikeouts were just absolutely ridiculous, and I may mean, get it. Al- Alcantara is good, but like he's not even a strikeout pitcher. He doesn't even strike out one batter per inning, you know, throughout the season. But he gets ten strikeouts in six innings, and then the Marlins bullpen, you know, they gave up three runs, but they racked up eight strikeouts over four innings. Yeah, it's a recurring theme with this team. They strike out too much, they don't walk enough, and there's not enough power. The Those Marlins are all had a 32 year old guy make his major league debut today. Did you see that? Yep. Yep. Then he struck out Cruz. And he struck out of no Cruz in his first attack. Yep. Uh, well, so, I mean, aside from that, the bullpen, they kind of, sort of, Hold it together for a little bit. Bednar got just well. They, they Manny and De Los Santos, you know, each put up a zero, which was nice. Um, the inning from Underwood Jr. was not good. You know, three three hits against them. Bednar was not sharp either. I mean, I know there was the, like the runner starting on second thing is stupid, and I think it just mm-hmm. kind of messes up with a lot of people. Um, but I mean, he also he gave up two hits, gave up a double, like. He didn't look sharp at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this was a game that they definitely could have won. Like they were, they had the chances. Um, it's you know going into it, you know, you see you're facing one of the best pitchers in baseball, and it's like you know the chances are probably low. But this Marlins offense is so bad that 
you know, when the Pirates scored four runs in nine innings, that's typically going to be enough against the Marlins. Um, and, and it wasn't today. Uh, but yeah, overall, not a great game. Jason Delay, Donardo's boy, you know, he got another hit. Yeah. So I, he's hit you know, another point. Now here. I really didn't like the Shelton decision to hit Diego for him. So I think well, Diego Castillo, first off, yeah, can't hit right-handed pitchers. No. And I think, you know, if you're going to pinch it for delay, I'd almost rather see Hein just like just put Heinemann in it instead of Castillo. Yeah. Or like maybe pinch run for or just let Yoshi the, at that point. Or just let delay hit. Dude's hitting 333. But, but like you can do that, or you can maybe use Castillo to pinch run for Yoshi because he's standing on second base and his fat ass ain't scoring on anything. Yeah. No, that was a weird decision because I mean, Castillo cannot hit righties like no. at all. He's like Chavis. I mean, neither of them can hit right hand pitchers. Oh, um, and, and Delay has shown you that he's been capable, at least since calling him up. Like, obviously, what Jason Delay is doing isn't sustainable based on oh, his minor but, league numbers. But, but you ride that wave. The dude. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, the dude had a hit against, against Sandy. So, like, let him face the reliever. I mean, I, I, yeah, that was a weird move. I don't, I don't, I didn't get that one. I feel like, but. I feel like Shelton would make a lot of weird moves if this team was competitive. I think if this team were competitive, Shelton wouldn't be the manager. I can agree with that as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would, I, I don't trust Shelton to be anywhere near a half decent competitive baseball team at this point. No, not at all. Anthony says that this season is practice and they don't warrant scrutiny. Well, and what are we doing here at Anthony? We yeah. need to talk about something. So we're going to, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the moves that we didn't like. <laughs> also, if this is practice, you're still out there then, to win the game. You're still out yeah. there to win the game. And then this is a job like, interview. The, yeah, you better 20, do well. Yeah, like the front office is tanking this season, but the the team on the field isn't tanking. Like they're not when, they're not out there trying yeah. to lose. They're out there trying to. Win. When Derek Shelton gets fired, do you think he's going to want to walk in a job interview with a like thirty five percent win percentage? No, no, <laughs> not at all. I would also like to add. So where's where's Bucko Mike? Buckle Mike's spewing, <laughs> spewing things in here. Hold on. He goes, the Pirates are three and sixteen when I watch them live. Buckle Mike, they're two and three. All right. So I've been to five games. They're two and three, which is like not that different from their normal. Like if you if you were to go to see five Pirates games, you would expect them to win two. So like they're normal. <laughs> they're, they're they're like a, they're no, they play normal when I'm in attendance. So I want to hear Bucko Mike. It's actually probably an improvement. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they're that bad. But uh, yeah, another loss, series loss. They they play the Cubs next series. They are traveling uh, to Chicago. Eight oh five game. Two game series, eight oh five central. Yeah, 
Uh, I will be in the Eastern time zone tomorrow. So hmm. it'll Leonardo's be 7.05 got this for me. By himself tomorrow. And yeah, then, uh, I may join him on like, Tuesday. I may join him uh, post game, post game. So just for everybody out there, I'm I'm going to be in attendance tomorrow at Wrigley Field. So there's a chance, a chance they could be three and three after tomorrow with me in attendance. So why are you following this team around? Yeah, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> why have you? This is going to be your sixth pirate game of the year. Why? This is going to be my sixth game of the year. Yeah, and you three live of them state, being like Wrigley. three states away. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> don't know what I'm doing. Like I get it if you but, live uh, in Pittsburgh. I think you're cool. There, my, my <laughs> Apple Watch thinks I'm cool. <laughs> that was good timing. Yeah, that was good timing. Um, <laughs> but the Pirates tomorrow they get to face their old buddy Adrian Sampson Ooh, on the mound for the Cubs. He's still Adrian kicking. Sampson. He is somehow. Wow. Um, Adrian Sampson against JT Green tomorrow. He was at the trade. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, that was. A, I forget which one he was. He went in. Yeah, it was the half trade. You're googling it. The fact check me, aren't you? I just want to see kind of yeah, because that was to Seattle, right? Yeah. Just straight up. What Adrian are you going to learn and not fact check? I'm not fact checking you. I'm just, I just wanted to look and see if it was a one for one. If there was, yeah, if it was a one to one or or what. So, I mean, he's been in the, he kind of goes in and out. 2016, he made a start. He basically played a full season in 2019. But yeah, I mean, this is his, uh, this will, this will be his 31st career start for Samson. I'm going to be honest. I'm shocked he's still in the league. I thought I heard of him like maybe a year ago. How many starts has he made for the Cubs? This will be a sixth start for the Cubs. Really? He's actually he's maybe made I've five starts. Out. He's made five starts. Um, he made five starts last year for the Cubs. Listen, actually, his Cubs statistics last year: ten games, five starts, two point eight ERA and thirty five innings. This season. 3.34 ERA in 32 innings. Another trade the Pirates lost. I don't think they lost that one. Another <laughs> guy, they another pitcher they gave up. Let's see. So actually, I'm curious here. So in five years, J. A. Uh, uh, Adrian Sampson has, and we're just, we're just going to use it. I don't like using this stat, but Adrian Sampson has seven wins, seven wins in his five, in his five years since the trade. I think J.A. Happ had seven wins. Yep. He was seven and two in 2015. So 285 ERA. 185. What's 185? Damn. He was just lights out. Yeah. He was. Yeah. But uh, they didn't resign him. Hey, I, I had <laughs> the 85 part, right? Yeah. Yeah. You had the 85. That, that was impressive. So, so yeah, so they, they travel Chicago two game series. Um, but yeah, lose this one to the Marlins fresh out of the all-star break. Um, Jose Quintana is supposed to pitch Friday. Does he make that start Tyler? What's your prediction? I think so. Okay. So you think he got one more start in him? Yeah. That that would be July 29th. 
Yeah, I think he's got one more start in him. I have a feeling we've seen Quintana's last start as a pirate. I don't know. That's my guess. My guess. I wouldn't be shocked either way. Might be Tyler Anderson all over where he gets scratched. <laughs> doesn't even warrant a response. It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, then he needs to watch more. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Well, that's all I got today. I'm also super tired. I woke up this morning at like 6.30 to drive back home. It was like a six-hour drive. I'm ready for a nap. I haven't taken a nap just, yet. Then you're going to Chicago tomorrow for fun. I'm not going for fun. I got to work tomorrow in Chicago. And then like, I'm just going to have to be there. So Now, I planned the Chicago work trip around the Pirates game. So let me, let's, that's, let's just the, that's just yeah. stupid. Jim, like when you played, have to go to Chicago anyways, you might as well do it when the Pirates are in town. Jim, they played they play an hour for me. You were in town watching a series, and I still didn't go. Okay. That's that's your fault. I'm lazy. <laughs> the thought of going there, fighting traffic, finding parking just sound like too much. It's fair. Honestly, I don't blame you. I mean, look at the team. I don't blame anybody who puts very little effort in trying to go to a Pirates game. Although I was on the post-game show. Yes, I was you not. Weren't. I was not. Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get the hell all out right. of here. That's all I got. Pirates lose 6-5. to five. They're back at it tomorrow against the Cubbies. I'm Jim Rosati. This was the NS9 post-game show on Pittsburgh Baseball Now. Peace out, guys. Peace out, Scouts. Just stealing everyone's sayings. <laughs>